y'all. Welcome back to the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast, a place where you and all of your crap are not just welcome, you're wanted. I'm your host, Blake Guichet, and every week I'm showing up with a new friend to talk about the things we're really great at, the ways Christ fills in the gaps on the things that we're not, and how he has been faithful to make his power perfect in our weaknesses. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered and not alone in your struggles, and that people sharing their stories pushes you to share yours. All right, let's do this. All right, y'all, today's interview is with Krista Hutchins. Krista is a project manager and coach using Tough Grace to equip busy communicators and leaders with problem-solving skills so they can turn their big ideas into a successful ministry or business. We talk about SMART goals and PEACE goals and which one is going to get you where you want to go. It's a really good conversation with lots of really tangible ways to set goals healthily and in a way that honors God. Krista, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Blake. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so to get us started, I would love for you to tell everyone about yourself and what you do as a project manager and a coach, and even tell us about how you've kind of been able to mesh those together and and have your real-life job work with your coaching job. Yeah, so um, I am a project manager in the engineering and construction field. I've been doing that for, I don't know, about 30 years. So um, don't add up the numbers and figure out how old I am. <laughs> but I've been doing it for a long time. And, um, and then I guess about four years ago, I began to see how God could use those skills to help creative women um, put some structure around their big, messy ideas. Um, I think sometimes very creative people have a hard time with creating that structure and um, and putting into place plans that can actually be implemented. And what I've seen is people actually quit what God has called them to do because they're so overwhelmed by all the next steps and things. So mm-hmm. um I've just began to um, reach out to people that I saw struggling and ask how I could help. I felt like the only mandate God gave me as I started my business was to serve his girls. I just, Mm. I just hear that over and over to serve my girls. And so that's what I do through my business, do a new thing. I offer accountability coaching um, and leadership coaching for Christian women who communicate and lead to help them make progress on their big goals and projects. And it's been really cool to see how, you know, for years and years, I thought that my professional life was completely separate from my ministry life. Of course, Mm -hmm. I've volunteered in large ministries, volunteered at my church all my life. Um, But just in the last few years, seeing how God used all those skills he taught me as a project manager in the corporate world, and now he's using those to serve his kingdom. And I just think that's a really cool way of seeing how God's thread weaves its way through our entire life in in ways that we never can imagine or expect. No, and it's so cool. You, we were talking just very briefly about it before we started recording. And it is so cool to look at. You've been doing this for so long. And God was like, okay, like we're going to use this 
Yeah. And we're going to we're going to make it we're going to do we're going to do a new thing with it. Like yeah. you are doing a new thing. And yeah. as someone that is in the creative world, as soon as you said that when we were talking before, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, a hundred percent myself. I mean, as a <laughs> relatively organized creative, I can still get overwhelmed and that, that creative brain gets rolling and you're like, oh, wait, have I paid a bill? Like, have I like, have I like done any, any of the like structural necessary things for my business to thrive? And that's why I'm so thankful that we weren't all made the same and that we were all gifted right. so differently because if we were all these wildly creative individuals, like nothing would ever get done. Like nothing would ever right. succeed. I mean, it's, it's my husband and I, like if it was, if, yeah. if everybody had that, like your kind of brain that is structural mm-hmm. and organizational, then there would be no like creative beauty, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just not that. I mean, I, I have a bit, enough creativity just to be dangerous, to think I can do things that I really shouldn't be doing. Um, <laughs> and so, but I think too, the biggest thing that a lot of people struggle with is just second guessing themselves. Like they know they have in their mind what they think they need to do. And they, but then they always wonder, what if, should I have done that? Should I have done something different? Would it have turned out differently? And sometimes they just need someone to speak into them and say, you're on the right track or just, and even I've experienced that I'm, I'm working with a coach myself for the first time right now. And she's not telling me anything that I don't also tell my clients. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. Just, it's just a thing to have someone else make some of those decisions for you. And then you can just mark it as a milestone and move forward from there and quit remaking the decisions you've already made. Um, yes. And so I think that's, that's another kind of a project management skill that we yeah. talk about is a, a gated work process, you know, make a decision, work to there, put it behind you, make another decision, work to there um, is kind of a process that we work through. Yes, which is perfect because we're today we're going to talk about goals. Yeah. So, which anyone who has listened to this podcast for any amount of time knows that we love goals Mm -hmm. and especially doing them well and healthily and in a way that honors God with our gifts. And I talk, I talk on my platform, even outside of the podcast, a lot about goals and goal setting. And Mm -hmm. there's this really common acronym, which I have used when I've talked about goals before, which is SMART. So there's right. smart goals. Um, break down and tell us a little bit about a, what a smart goal is in case somebody doesn't know. Yeah, I've taught smart goals for years as well. And so smart goals, um, it stands for specific. So something that is you know very well defined, um, measurable. So it's something that has a specific endpoint that you can measure attainable. So it's something that is um, not so wildly outside of the realm of possibility that you'll never get there. Um, relevant is, you know, it, it is suited for you and suited for your life and your purpose. And timely is an endpoint of a certain time that you're going to have, uh, have that goal completed. So that's what a smart goal is. And, um, you know, I, I like you, I've taught it for years. Um, I've worked it myself. And what I found as I tried to work smart goals is that they're a hundred percent result focused. Mm. You're always looking at that endpoint of where I'm going. And, and if you don't make it to that endpoint, then you feel like you have failed. 
and you don't recognize the progress that you made and the the growth that you've been through in the process because you're so focused on that result at the end. And it's not that results are not important. Results mm -hmm. are important, but I, I like to look at results as a measure of our methods, not as a measure of our success. So let's say you and I, we're going to try to go to the same, um, to the same movie and we, we both got in our cars from the same distance and we headed to the movie theater and I took a back route and went kind of a long way around and got to the movie theater and you went straight there. So you got there before I did. Mm -hmm. We were both successful. We mm -hmm. both made it to the result, but your method was better than mine. And so our results measure our methods, not our level of success. Mm-hmm. And so um, I began to really pray about, okay, if SMART goals are just not working for me. They're, they're making me feel like a failure, um, and, and they're making me feel like um, I'm, I'm not getting anywhere. What could we put in their place? So I don't know mm. if you've experienced that same thing with SMART goals or, or how, how you've processed goals. Yeah, so as a very like goal oriented driven Enneagram eight, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's never really occurred to me that smart goals could be super overwhelming for people and, and defeating. And okay. I and some of that was for like a, a lack of humility to be able to like see that I had not I had sometimes not accomplished goals and instead of like feeling that I just like pushed it off and been like, whatever, I'm gonna go on to the next thing. But right. now having like, yes, experienced not attaining goals, I see it. And I love in, in the original, our original email, you said sometimes smart goals make us feel dumb. Yes. <laughs> and I yes. love that because it's so <laughs> true. And I love the, the analogy of like, we may get to the same place, but we may just take different routes to get there. Right. And like, just because like you took a, you know, using the same analogy, you taking a back road to get to the movies, like that was your road. That was your choice. And man, right. my, yeah, mine may have been more effective. Like my road to a goal may be more quote unquote effective or direct, but that doesn't always mean that it's right. Right. And it doesn't mean that you are more successful than I am because I, right. we both made it to the movies. Right. Right. Um, and so I, I began really to pray about how could I reframe the same idea? Because I, I do think when we're trying to pursue goals, we need some kind of structure mm -hmm. to work in. Otherwise, it's just this big, you know, ephemeral thing way out in the space that we just really can't get our hands around. Um, and so um, I, I tried to frame it up and I, and I came up with peace goals. So oh, I try to, so I try to this. work. This is so good. I try to work in peace goals. And so here's, here, let's go through, um, peace. So the first, the P is purposeful. So, um, your goals should align with your deepest purpose and they should resonate you at the core of your being, you know, like mm -hmm. what, what grieves your spirit? What makes you worried at night? What makes you like, what, what ignites that warrior in you and says, I've got to do something about that. Your goal should be related to that purpose. Um, and then they also should be positive. Sometimes when we have trying to set goals, 
we make them, we frame them very negatively. I want to lose weight or I want to um, get rid of, uh, stop spending money or I want to quit wasting time. So we frame it in terms of the things, the negative side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when our peace goals should be framed on the positive side. So I want to get more healthy. I want to save for the future. I want to spend my time intentionally. Mm-hmm. So frame your goal in a positive mindset will help you focus on the benefit of that goal, not what you're perceiving that you're losing by by pursuing that goal. Mm-hmm. The E is for essential. So um, at, at we are all busy. I know you are multi-passionate. You have your hands on all kinds of things. Um, <laughs> And so we have all kinds of goals for our home, our family, our work, our personal, and um, and we can have our attention pulled in lots of different ways. So it's important that our goals are focused on the essential things so that we can make progress on those. When we have a lot of things going on, it's sometimes really easy to focus on the things around the fringes because those are easy. It's like, it's like picking the low hanging fruit, but those are not necessarily the things that are going to help us move forward. We need to focus on the things that are really going to have major impact on the purpose and the, the plan that God has for us. Yes. Um, the A is for adjustable. And this is one of my favorite favorite ones. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of my favorites. I learned about this from Esther Littlefield on the Christian woman leadership podcast. And, um, and so rather than setting a single goal, set a good, better and best version of your goal. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just focused on that one specific target, you're like, you're just like, you're very, you're, you're not, you're losing the big picture of what your goal is. Essentially you're limiting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you set a good, like that's good enough, it would be, you know, and there's lots of places in life where we need to embrace good enough. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, if it's good, it's good enough. And you would be satisfied with that. The better is maybe what you really have in mind that you want. It would be very satisfying and it would feel like a significant accomplishment if you achieve the better goal. And then the best goal would be a stretch that would be like only if God shows up major could that goal actually happen. And so when you're viewing your goal in that broad of a spectrum, you're able to take advantage of opportunities that make their your way to um, enhance your goal or to move your goal faster because you have a bigger view of it and you're not so focused on that one single little result. I love that um, so, yeah, one I, so much. And I feel like it's going to grate against people. Like, I feel like in the goal setting world, a goal being adjustable uh-huh. is like, well, it's not even a goal. Like, what's the point? But, oh, my gosh, right. if we don't learn how to give ourselves grace and wiggle yes. room in our goals, all we're going to do is feel like failures over and over and over again. And, like, I fully yeah. believe that that is, like, not God's intention for us. Like, I, I believe that he wants us to work hard and go after the things he's put in front of us, but not in a way that, like, just roots us in shame. Right, right. Because as you, I mean, if all you did was make the good, I mean, you accomplished something. Yeah. You, you, you went through an, you know, probably an emotional change as you met that goal. You grew, you grew mentally and spiritually as you process through that goal, there was positive and good in making progress. And that's what we really need to learn to value as much as valuing that result. Absolutely. 
Okay, guys, so real quick, we gotta talk about a podcast that I think you are going to love. So if you enjoy the Krabby Christian podcast, I think you would really love the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. It's hosted by my actual friend, Stephanie Gass, who is inspiring, real, hilarious, and so genius at what she does. Steph is on a mission to help women uncover their God-led callings here on earth and create a brand and business to further that mission. I am obsessed with how Steph teaches and preaches intentional living, balance, time blocking, and taking your power back. Steph's show is full of faith-based business mentorship, marketing, mindset shifts, inspiring interviews, and so much more. So if you're a business owner, you want to grow your brand, scale your community, or if you have an idea tugging at your heart but you're afraid to take the leap, her podcast is a must. Head to bit.ly slash the mompreneur mastermind show or anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe now you won't regret it and i'll meet you there okay okay c c is current um and that we should always have an an eye on our long-range goals you know people say set five-year goals set 10 years goals and definitely want to have an eye on those long-range goals but to really have a good plan in place you need to focus on maybe three months, 12 weeks, mm-hmm. three months, a lot of people will say, keep it current. Because if you're, if you're operating in the now, then you are, um, you're more motivated because you're seeing the progress, you're seeing how it's affecting you. And, um, and it helps you to make those little steps that will help you achieve those 10 year goals. Yes. I heard Dave Ramsey explain, you know, what do I want to be in 10 years? And what do I need to do today to be that person in 10 years? Yeah. If we're only focusing on the five-year goal, then like today matters too. Right. Today is a step towards five years from now. And I am hugely guilty of that, of focusing on like the one-year goal, the five-year goal, and forgetting like the the one, the, the little goals that you make for yourself to get there. Right matter just as much if not yeah. more <laughs> i've got to do something today if i'm going right. to be with that place in, in five years i can't just magically get to five years and think oh i made it no it's it. only right. going to be because of steps that i took along the way to get there exactly and um and so the E is the fun part. E is enjoyable. Um, when you think about your goals, you don't want to be always focused on things that are that are just painful. Now, there's always painful, hard work you have to do as part of achieving anything that's worthwhile. So I'm not saying that you only do the things that are fun, but you need to find a way to make it fun, whether that is bringing someone along with you, working with someone to do it, or uh, making a game out of it, or, um, or just making it something that you enjoy doing. Rewarding so that yourself. Re- yeah, rewards, all those things that will help you um, enjoy reaching that goal. So, so yeah, so those are peace, peace goals. And, and when I uh, frame that, that up, um, it feels a lot better than, oh than that one specific little goal out there in the it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I want like everybody that has any kind of goal setting conference. I'm like, you're not allowed to do smart goals anymore. You have to do no. these goals. Because <laughs> I mean, your life changes. Like even if you're setting goals for the year, which I'm a big like right. December, January, set the goals for the uh-huh. year. Like, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. 
but we're we're recording at the end of May, so it's we're almost halfway through the year. Right. And I have abandoned some goals intentionally, not out of like which right. it's, sometimes you just forget and you quit and that's that's right. its own thing. That's real. In, and that's real. I have intentionally abandoned goals. Right. I have intentionally changed goals. Right. Because it's, I mean, if I am not constantly growing and changing, then, like, I'm stagnant. And if my goals can't come with me, then yeah, that's, like, it, so defeating. We just get so wedded to those goals sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like, that if we, and, and I'm I'm kind of like that. I think one, one of my qualities is I'm very loyal to things. Like, mm-hmm. I almost never quit reading a book. Even if I hate it and it's boring, I've got to read all the way to the end. Like, so <laughs> I'm just very loyal to things once I start them. And so, um, so it's hard to, to, ch- to change a goal if you go in with the mindset that there's only one acceptable outcome. But if you go in with the mindset that there's lots of acceptable outcomes and that you're focused on the progress and the process, then you you can get there in a way that's not like soul draining. You know, right. it's soul feeding and it's bringing you closer to what God wants you to do, not getting you mired down in just striving, pushing, grinding to make that one thing you thought was the goal. Right. Well, and I'm really excited to like implement this. Like I don't don't necessarily want to like jump ship and change, give up on all of the goals that I said beginning of the year. But I think that there's a way to like now halfway through the year, like unsmart and pe- <laughs> like piece your goals. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like I have to look at this and yeah. say like, I, I look, I looked at my like written out goals. I have them on a whiteboard, like above my desk. And I looked at them before we recorded knowing what we were going to talk about and realize that I wrote a lot of them in negative language. Mm-hmm. I'll give this mm-hmm. up. I'll, you know, that kind of thing. And then they're all extraordinarily measurable, like right. to a number. Right. And the, as much as like I know, I said, my eightness hates to admit it. Like I may get to December and not have hit those numbers. Right. And if I don't piece these goals, that's going to suck. Like, yeah. Gonna you're going to make it to December. You're like, you're not even going to want to celebrate New Year's because you're still stuck back in the last year trying to get to that number. Right. And because I didn't reach this number, I right. will abandon and not give myself room to celebrate what I did do. Right. Right. Which yeah, I'm proud it, of what I have done right now in June because I am actively moving towards those goals. Mm-hmm. But who, like, you don't know, like what, Anything could happen between now and, and December. And, right. And I think setting smart goals doesn't give room for life to happen. Right. Yeah. I think that that's the really big issue is yeah. that, I mean, you can't predict that, like, a family member is going to get sick or right. your business. Like, there are some things in your business that you aren't in control of. Right. That, and you get, and you get, if you're so focused on your smart goals, it makes you it drives your decision making so that mm. you don't if you have the choice between pursuing your goal and taking care of that sick family member sometimes you'll make the wrong choice yeah. because you have internalized that goal so much that you're like okay well I'm going to go over here I'm going to spend 10 minutes with this family member and check that off the box and then go back over here and keep working on this goal because that's what I said I was going to do and um and so you know just putting a little bit of peace I mean there's 
everywhere in my life could use a little bit more peace. <laughs> so if I can inject some peace into my goals, yeah. then that's definitely heading in the right direction of where I need to head overall emotionally and, and spiritually and mentally. Yeah. And I do want to touch on, it's really easy to think of goals exclusively in like a business setting in a, if you have a side hustle, if you work a nine to five, if you are, you know, if you're self-employed, it's really easy to talk goals in that sense. But I think that it's really important that we remember and express that like you, if you are a stay at home mom where your full-time job is raising the next generation of believers you're allowed to have goals. Yeah. You should have absolutely. goals. You should have goals for your children, goals for your family, goals, goals for your personal development. You know, yes. that, you know, I know that I struggle with, you know, with patience. And so this year, my goal is to work on patience, you know, and to have yeah. some feeling of what that might look like when, when you get to, to the end of the year. So yeah. Yeah, all kinds of all kinds of goals are are important. And I think, you know, I've also seen a lot of places where you can just kind of sit down and and divide your life into the major components of it. You know, your personal self, your spiritual or church life, your volunteer work, your family, your job and and look at what is your goal for each of those areas. Because if you if you don't do that and you're just totally focused on your career, your side hustle, your whatever, then you're not being well rounded in the way that you're looking at your life going forward. So definitely trying to apply some kind of goal setting process to different areas of your life will give you a better balance. Yeah, that was going to be the next thing I was going to say was like, if you are somebody with a side hustle or with a job or self-employed, like... I know like personal development has such like a, a not great stigma right now because there are some people out there doing personal development, not super well, but like you have to have goals and prioritize how you're growing in your relationship with Christ, how you're growing as a person, how you're taking care of yourself. Because if all, when I first sat down and wrote my goals for 2019, they were all business related. And I was like, Oh wait, (laughs) I'd like to like grow as a person too. All of those need their proper place in you because they all make up who God made you to be. They're all part of what God's got for you in your life in this season. And, um, you know, I I talk a lot about um, the myth of balance. Um, Mm. You know, we didn't talk about getting into this, but, you know, just that whole myth of balance, it it implies that you're always putting equal um, importance on every area at once. Um, but I believe we really have rhythms. We have certain mm-hmm. seasons where your, you know, your side hustle may be more important than your job. Or and I definitely have had some seasons in the last year where, you know, my work was just really all-consuming, and I couldn't spend as much time on on my business as I wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's all just a rhythm, and it's part of embracing that rhythm and recognizing what season you're in. And where God would have you focus during that season, because you cannot focus on all things at once. Yep. Um, it's just, it just, your brain's not wired that way. No. For most people. <laughs> no. And I've, I've been using that word rhythm instead of uh-huh. balance recently. Yeah. And it's funny because for a long time, 
I thought that because I did have a tendency to go that way that I was doing it wrong. Like I would be in a season of like, like funneling all of my attention, not all of, but most of it into my business. And then that would shift into the podcast and my ministry. And I was like, man, why can't I balance? Right. (laughs) Why can't I do both at once? And having these conversations and learning, like that's really healthy. That's how most people function has been so like freeing to be able to be like today, I feel inspired to work on the podcast. So that's what I'm going to do today and not, not feel like, yeah, it is such a myth of balance. I'm, I'm definitely a run then rest kind of person. Like I Mm -hmm. will run hard, work really, really hard. And then get to some good stopping point and then just completely disconnect and rest. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I can't do both at this. I don't do well keeping that, you know, an even pace like that. So I definitely go and run then rest kind of cycles and it works for me. That yes, same. <laughs> Speaking of rest, I'm going to have to tell Jeanette to cut that out. I just had the biggest yawn. And uh. It's because my children. Oh, edit. Yawn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I saw you disappear off the screen and I was like, oh, what should I say to, until she gets I know. Back. I'm sorry. I was like, it was like one of those ones that you like could, I couldn't make it stop. I was like, stop yeah. yawning. What is wrong? I'm trying, I've been like having to cut back my coffee, my caffeine intake because my anxiety has been bad. Oh. But I'm like, <laughs> like I'm so tired. Um, okay. <clears throat> Okay, this was such a great, like, tangible conversation. Um, you're also offering, like, a goal. Is it a goal-setting sheet? Yeah, it's um, the – I've got a handout for the peace goals that will help walk you through the peace goals to set your own peace goals. And so I'm going to set up a, a special page on my website. It will be doanewthing.com slash podcast, and that will be in the show notes, um, where you can come and download – a uh, the worksheet and work on your own peace goals and then um, I'll also have um, a giveaway there if uh, you want to enter to win a free um, accountability coaching package from me which is what I really really love doing um, I spend like an hour with you to set a set up your plan for the month what all you need to accomplish this month and what all you need to get done and then I hold you accountable to it and so if you don't want to be held accountable don't, don't, enter, win don't this. enter the giveaway <laughs> I'm there because I am going to email you every every Sunday night or Monday morning and ask you how are you doing on your plan for this week you know what barriers did you come up with what do we need to work on to have a better week next week and so it's all about making next week better than this week was so, so- Good. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for offering that to our people. Like she said, that's yep. going to be, we'll link that so that you can find it really easily where you can download the peace goals worksheet and mm-hmm. enter the giveaway. Yep. Gotta love yep. a good giveaway. All, all in one handy place. <laughs> yes. So let's do our rapid fire questions. Okay. What all is right. your Enneagram type? Okay. This is so funny. So I am a Three with a two wing. Okay. But I only know that because I was so tired of not knowing and hearing everybody talk about it and people asking me and I didn't know, which is such a three thing to do. Mm-hmm. So Fair. I only know that I am a three because I am a three. <laughs> I love 
That's so funny. You are an incredibly healthy three, though. And I would probably say that you have a super strong two wing. Yeah. yeah. A very strong two wing, because my guess would have been two. Oh. But I can definitely see it as a three with a two two wing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is something that always pulls you out of a funk? Sunshine. I, I, I tend to, you know, kind of hibernate because I'm online a lot. And, you know, I, one day I need to get one of those fancy computers that I can see the screen when I'm sitting outside in the sun. Yes. Somebody needs to get me one of those. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but since I can't, I'm inside a lot. And so sometimes when I get a little bit funky, I know I just can go out and just feel the sun on my skin. And it yes. definitely raises my mood and gets me kind of energized again. So the sunshine yes. is definitely good for me and then the last one is what is the last thing you watched on tv um probably whatever was on espn yesterday afternoon because <laughs> so tv is kind of a background noise thing yeah. for me i don't watch a lot of stuff probably the last thing i watched on purpose was the village season finale or maybe the big bang season finale so yeah, yeah. i'm not a big not a big tv person i have a few things i watch but then yeah. i leave it on I'm a big sports like background, background noise. I'm the same yeah, way. So, so. Well, Krista, this was so good. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And you're like, just, you have so many incredible things to say about goal setting and, and doing things well. Um, tell everyone where they can find and follow you. Um, you can find me on my website at doanewthing.com. And then uh, I am on Instagram as do a new thing as well. And I have a Facebook page as well. So all those places are the, those three are probably the best places. And I, you know, I love to have conversations with women who are pursuing what God's called them to do. Um, on my website, you can ask for a free 30 minute define call and I'll be glad to, to just kind of chat with you and, and hear what's happening and speak into any kind of encouragement or plans I can help you make. So, yep. Visit me there. Krista, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for what you do. You know I'm a big fan, and um, and I appreciate what you're doing for um, for young women, uh, especially, and reaching your generation. I think it's really awesome, so thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, and you can find the show notes and more information about the show at confessionsofacrappychristian.com. I'll see y'all next week. Start a rewarding new career right away. Giant Eagle has immediate openings for supermarket positions, including curbside roles, get-go positions, pharmacy technicians, and warehouse workers. To find your new job and get hired in as little as one day, visit jobs.gianteagle.com.